Dafkuf Gimel, welcome. Uh, this is in Hesophis of Torah Er. Now, we were speaking yesterday about how the uh, um, pari rep- is represented by the back of the neck, which is the uh, path of connection between mind and heart. And uh, the three ministers of pari, the butler, the baker, and the uh, saratabachim, which here he translates as executioner, rep- um, uh, are uh, the uh, links up, down, and, and then uh, both ways between head and heart. And uh, we we want our goal is to block off the uh, the pari and his ministers, and instead have the proper linkage between mind and heart. And uh, this is through the double sided sword, uh, which uh, which is the the cher pefias. And um, and uh, Yosef was uh, given this bracha uh, by Yaakov to have shechem echad an extra portion. Um, which is that Shechem also comes from the word shoulder, which is connected to the uh, the uh, back of the neck, which is the like the uh, external of the connection between uh, mind and heart. Anyway, we're continuing the Maimon now from Dalad, the bottom of Kofbeis Amud uh, Dalad, the bottom of uh, Kofbeis. So the, it says about Yosef that Yosef was brought down to Egypt, unlike, like we said yesterday, the Shvatim, who it says, Shesham Olo Shvatim, talks about the Shvatim, Yosef's brothers, the other tribes elevating. So Yosef is, uh, is, uh, represents a high spiritual level uh, from beyond worlds. And he is brought down into Mitzrayim, which is uh, the neck which where the the uh, depth in the mind is limited and narrowed uh, down before going to the body. And his job is to, uh, to refine uh, the neck and to stop the uh, pari, being able to uh, gain uh, energy uh, from, from the, uh, the mind. Now, uh, with his uh, three minister, ministers, and Yosef was sold as a slave to the executioner. Y- Yosef comes from, as we said, a very high source in Atsilus, and therefore he, he, he was able to refine the um, back of the neck, which is blocking uh, the uh, transmission of the uh, of, uh, Kedush of Holiness, which is, and that's why he was given this blessing of the uh, Shechem Echad, which Shechem represents also the back of the neck, like the shoulders is the chitzenis external of the neck. And uh, Yosef, uh, Yosef's work in refinement was the source of then the Shvatim refining as well, because Yosef was uh, from Atsilas, whereas the Shvatim are from Biyah, from the low worlds, and therefore the, 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 <coughs> Yaakov blesses him that he has Shechemechad al Achecha above his brothers, because he is from a high spiritual level from Atsilas. And Yaakov says that I already. Uh, uh, that I already took this uh, with my sword and with my bow, or as Unkelos translates it, with my prayer and with my request. So the, the double-bladed sword is, like we said, uh, the cuts off the two problems of the uh, arrogance and uh, and um, and descending into uh, uh, ple- pleasure-seeking 
and this is through Remes called the Grenum through praising Hashem in prayer. Now Yaakov is the Gufa is the body because Yaakov is the is Tiferes, which is uh, compared to the body, like we say in Pasuchalio, and Yosef is connected to the Bris, and the the therefore they're connected. They're both the uh, center, the, the in, within the spheres. Tiferes and Yisod, Tiferes is Yaakov, and Yisod is uh, Yosef, and they're connected. And then they're like one, and therefore Yaakov, uh, he, through his prayer, uh, he he gave the strength to Yosef to achieve this uh, uh, blocking off of uh, energy for Pari. So that so that's the sword, but then it also talks about the bow, the kashti, which uh, or according to Unculus, uh, the the pleading, the supplication in prayer. So the difference is that the sword uh, represents Shema, whereas the uh, the bow represents Shemonesrei. The sword is Shema, which uh, is uh, similar to a sword, is a Romach, is a spear, which is a Romach is the numerical value, the gematria of 248, like the uh, 248 words that we say in Shema, right? We say the uh, three uh, last three words, uh, then, then of Shema, uh, second time, the Chazan says it, or if we done it privately, also extra three words. Uh, and uh, so th that's the, the sword is the 248, words of Shema, and uh, that is using out our speech with passion for Hashem that transforms the Amori, who's, which is speech of Klippa. And uh, about this, the Pasuk says, we say in Yehichvay, that there are many thoughts in the heart of man, but the plan of Hashem, that's what's going to stand and then we continue, that Hashem spoke and the world came into existence. So the question is, how does the fact that Hashem spoke the world into existence relate to the fact that there are lots of thoughts, but Hashem's plan is what's going to uh, happen? So the explanation is that Rabbis uh, Machshavos uh, is, 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 it sounds like the main problem is that it's rabbis, that there's a lot of thoughts. And this is this is the idea of a uh, clipper, which, it, which uh, Hashem is one. And, the, and, and like it says that original, that Hashem could have created the world with one, uh, one uh, uh, sp uh, sp uh, sentence or with one thought. Whereas Klippa is always Rabbis Mashav, it's always a multiplicity of thoughts because in order to have uh, an independent, uh, something outside of, uh, that appears to be outside of Hashem, it's through multiplicity, which is comes from uh, different Tzirufim, different uh, combinations of letters. Uh, and before they, uh, before these uh, letters, th these different combinations of letters, which each letter represents a certain energy, before it came down, there was only one original thought. When a person has a thought, so he surrounds the the whatever he's thinking about inside his mind. But then, when he thinks about all the details, then there becomes multiplicity. And uh, that eventually allows for the possibility of clipper of uh, something covering over Hashem. But uh, when Hashem, Hashem speaks and that, that puts it into existence, that represents how Hashem, Hashem is the source of everything and everything is one. 
And that is what destroys the scheming of nations, like it says, uh, because only Hashem's plan will uh, stand, which is uh, the eternal oneness, which Am uh, which the Yidden connect to, Whereas the external multiplicity, which the other nations connect uh, connect to, that uh, is not the real thing, and that, that doesn't last. Now, in Shema, we talk about how Hashem is one, and 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 with with our divrei uh, Torah, with our uh, study of Torah, so we affirm this uh, oneness of Hashem that everything is is a result of uh, Hashem and Hashem's word, and that nullifies their Mary, which is speaking with passion about worldly affairs. That is the sort of uh, Shema uh, which is effective against their Mary. But then there's even deeper and hidden clippers, there's hidden, uh, hidden uh, uh, evil, which uh, doesn't come out in actual speech. And because it's uh, subtle and it's hidden, so then the sword doesn't help for that uh, because the sword only helps for what is close. But if the, it doesn't help for a faraway enemy to attack a faraway enemy, what's needed is uh, a, uh, a bow and arrow because then with a bow and arrow, you can shoot far away. And uh, that that is uh, the the kashti, which means both a a, a bow and a, a bow, and also means a bakasha request, because davening is about oneness with Hashem. But bakasha, when you're asking a request, that's even higher, because even if you might be thinking about Hashem's oneness, it's very nice and high thoughts. But when you actually have something you're requesting, then you feel a deeper and a more real just humility and, and lowness than when you're just meditating on Hashem's uh, oneness. Um, you know, like someone told me that uh, his difficulty, um, Baruch Hashem, you know, is married now with many children and all that. It's a long time ago, but his difficulty with Shaduchim helped him uh, with his uh, his midas and, and bittel more than learning uh, a lot of uh, Hasidus. Because it's that practical knock, that rejection, which no one should have, but it 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 had that positive impact on him uh, in terms of a deeper bittle than uh, meditation of Shema. So, so that's the idea of Shema. Yesterday we're asking for something because we need need something, and that comes from with uh, from humility and and total, and lowness. And uh, that's in order to awaken Hashem's Rachmanus, Hashem's uh, mercy on us. And uh, the, the degree to which the Rachmim, the Hashem's mercy is aroused, is according to the degree of our humility in the request. And that's like pulling back the bow, that the more humble it is, the further back it goes, the further forward the arrow is shot. And uh, that can destroy even the hidden enemies, uh, which which are this uh, deeper darkness, uh, which are not immediately evident. Okay, so that concludes this mimer. And now a uh, second mimer, to, which will explain further this first mimer. Lahavin Sherish Kodvarn. So to understand this in a deeper way, let's first understand the difference between Yosef and his brothers. 
So it, the Arizal writes, or in his writings, it's obvious from as soon as it says that the Shvatim, they also originally come from Atsilos, from the highest spiritual world, but they're, they're Atsilos as it shines in Bria, which is the next world down, a lower world. And they're called Merkava Tatar, the lower chariot. The idea of a chariot is that it, it, it has total bittle, it just follows the uh, instruction. It, it, wherever it's pulled, that's where it goes. But they're the lower chariot because they're there as it as this uh, bittle, but as it comes down into Bria. And uh, this relates, the Shvatim relate to the uh, the uh, Yud-based Bakr, the 12 uh, cattle that there were these uh, uh, cattle that uh, that uh, Shlomo sculptured for the uh, base of Migdash. And there was, so there were three on each side and then uh, facing each side. And then in the middle of all their backs, there was this uh, pool that was made. And this um, of water and... Uh, and uh, so the, the 12 uh, cattle, they, repre they represent a cut bringing down from the sea, the sea above them, the, the pool above them, which represents Malchus of Atsilus, and bring that down into the lower worlds of Biav, Bria, Tirasia. And that's the, also the, the four flags that the, the uh, Israelites, the Bnei Israel traveled in the desert under four flags, the four which are the four directions, North, south, east, west, and that also represents bringing down Malchus into Bia. But Yosef is from Atsilus itself. Like we said earlier, that Yosef is Yosoid, uh, which is above Malchus. And uh, therefore, he says, Am I instead of Hashem? But a deeper interpretation, perhaps, am I under Elikim? And others, Elikim is, is Hashem's energy as it comes down into Biyah, whereas Yosef stays in Atzillah, so he's not under Elikim. So the question is if Yosef is so great, why didn't the brothers recognize his greatness? Why didn't they think that he's on a lower spiritual level than them and that they should uh, punish him for his behavior? The explanation is because there's a difference between the Shvatim and, uh, and Yosef. That the word Shevet comes from the word being extended outward, being drawn outward. Hamshacha, uh, like Koichwa de Shavit is a shooting star, which is the star is extended forward. Uh, and, and this is the idea of Hamshacha being brought down, or like also a uh, branch in a tree. Uh, so there's the trunk, which is the main part of the tree, and then there's branches that extend outward from the trunk. And that's also called shavet, a branch of a tree. And, and similarly with the shvatim, so they start off in Atsilos, but they, uh, they, they, which Atsilos would be called the tree itself. But then they're the shavet, the, the branch, that, the branches that come off the main part, the, the trunk, which is Atsilus, and descend down into Bria. And uh, like we said the, the, before, that they're the Merkavitata, the lower chariot. And they bring down from Malchus uh, of Atsilus into the lower world, into Bria. And this is also the concept of Shiluv Adnai Bahavaya, that to, to uh, include. 
the name Adnai with Havayel. In some Sidurim, they have this uh, idea that it, of when it says Hashem's name, it it, it mixes together two, na- two names of Hashem. Either you'll have Yud, Kei, and Adnai together. So you, you might have Yud from Yud, Kei, Vav, Kei, then Aleph from Adnai, then Hey, then Dalad, then Vav, then Nun, and then uh, then the final hey and then the yud, so mixing together Havai and Adnai, or vice versa, starting off with Adnai, first Aleph, then the yud instead. So, so, uh, uh, the, so the Shvatim, they have this uh, uh, Adnai being included uh, into, inserted into Havai, uh, which is. Uh, because uh, there's uh, the the light ray from Atsilos in the uh, tip of uh, Bria. And the Shvatim uh, are going upward to connect back to their source, which is the trunk, which is Atsilos. Whereas Yosef is going the other way. So Yosef, who comes from a high spiritual source, so he then descends down. The Shvatim, which uh, have ex- already ex- uh, extended down, they want to go back up, connect to the source. Whereas Yosef, who stays within the source, he stays within Attilus, therefore his job is to go down. Uh, because Yosef, like we said, is, is Yisoyed, which is part of Attilus itself, unlike Malchus that extends down below Attilus. And uh, and uh, therefore he extends down, and because of this, the brothers didn't recognize him uh, because they are in a state of elevation into Atzilus, whereas Yosef is in a state of descent into the low world, into Biyah, and therefore they didn't realize his greatness. Base. So now this difference between Yosef and the uh, Shvatim, it, it's true at all levels. There's uh, within the, the spelling of uh, Havaya, there's the, you could spell it out like the Yud is spelled Yud Vav Dalad, and then the Hey can either be spelled Hey Hey or Hey Aleph or other spellings. So it works out the numerical value if you spell it with Hey Aleph is. Uh, ma, whereas if you spell it hey hey, it works out as ban. So either the numerical value of 45 or 52. 45 represents uh, the refinement from above, whereas ban represents uh, the uh, the uh, Hashem's light within within worlds. Now, the original source is in what's called Ak. Ak stands for Adam Kadmon, the supernal man, and uh, which is a, a high level of godliness, which is where everything is included together, all future creation. And uh, so in the bottom of Ak is called Malchus of Ak. And that's where, that, that's the, uh, the, uh, source of Elmatehu, the world of chaos, which is a high spiritual level, but it where there was a, a breakage and a shatter, shattering uh, with the seven uh, kings, which represent the seven spheres within Tehu, that each one only allowed for itself, and and was the light was too powerful for the vessels, like we've explained elsewhere, and uh, they 
uh, uh, that is called uh, malchus or kings, like we see in the Torah. And then the Vayishlach, but it says about each uh, one, each of the that he ruled, and and then he passed away. But Yimlech Bela, so each one was a king. So it's, uh, it's because uh, Torah comes from malchus, malchus within within Ark. And then after the seven. Um, the seven kings that are, that they all shatter, they all they all die. Then you have the eighth king, Hadar, and it doesn't say about him that he died, and that's because he comes from beyond the breakage of Tehu. He comes from Yisod Avak, which is the original source of Yosef, and his name was Hadar, which means beautiful, uh, because he's beyond the destruction, beyond the, the shattering. And therefore, Hadar is the where uh, the refinements of Toyo can come. And uh, that, that is Shema. Now, Yosef is this level of Hadar. And uh, it says about Yosef that he was Yufei that he was handsome, he was beautiful. So that's like Hadar, which means beautiful. Whereas the Shvatim, they're from the uh, lights of uh, Toyo that, that shattered and therefore, they are the godliness within worlds, which is what's called ban. Uh, so, to explain this further, so uh, we can uh, we first need a preface that in Aaron Sof in Hashem's unlimited light itself, uh, there's no name. You can't describe it in any way. It's it's unlimited and simple. You can't say even that Hashem is wise or Hashem is kind um, at that level because Hashem is beyond any description. And uh, the, the having a rotten, having a desire or wisdom, so that so when a person has a desire for something or he has a certain perspective, a certain understanding, so that uh, becomes part of the person, and then therefore the person is is not like just this simple oneness, and uh, therefore we can't say that at the level of Aaron Sof, Hashem's element of light, that he has any anything other than sim- simple oneness, and uh, we can't even compare it to a uh, flame which is within a coal, because in other words, even if you don't see a flame, but inside the coal, if you stir the coal, then a flame will come out. But that's because the the the, the um. So we can't say similarly with our own safe that it's simple, but when you stir it from it will come uh, uh, all the different spheres because with the coal, the, the heat and the fire is already inside. It just, it, it, it's already uh, clearly there. It exists. It just needs to be uh, brought into a revelation. Whereas with our own safe, with Hashem's unlimited light, you, you won't find a rot and you won't find desire even concealed because it's complete, simple, simple oneness. And that's the meaning of Anz Chakim. We say in Pasach Eliyah, that you are wise, but not with the known wisdom. And similarly, uh, we say that Hashem is understanding, but not with the known understanding. So if it would be there, but in a concealed state, then we would say it's known. But we were saying that it's not, it's not known because it's not there even in a concealed state in Hashem's uh, essence. Over the page, but uh, uh, now it seems that we seem there seems to be a contradiction to this from Pardes, this Kabbalah Sefer, which talks about the Essesphere Agnosa is the ten spheres as they are concealed within Hashem Himself. So 
the ultrabic swains that that doesn't mean that you'll find Sverus in Hashem himself. What it means is, is that through calling these names, calling Hashem these different spheres, that itself reveals uh, those spheres in Hashem, that, that sort of creates those spheres within Hashem. In other words, it's not that Hashem is a Chacham, it's that when we call Hashem a Chacham, that makes Hashem a Chacham. Uh, like Zaya says, that all the different lights that within Hashem's essence, they're just the secret of his name. Oh, and, and it says similarly in Eitz Chaim that uh, all the spheres, any specific quality we can talk about, it only comes from Hashem's names and the different spellings of Yudke Bavke. So now, even with a person, when you describe a person uh, as, uh, as wise, Calling him wise, that itself reveals his wisdom. And suddenly, suddenly they, they become smarter. Uh, and yes, there's a difference that with pe- with people they have chachma hidden within, and it just needs to be revealed. Whereas with Hashem, it's not even hidden within. But still, when we call call it out, that um, reveal that creates this chachma. Uh, but even with the person, he might not have known. You, you know, there's lots of stories with students who thought they were dumb and never understand. And the teacher uh, says that they're wa- they're clever, and then they suddenly understand. Uh, so uh, that the, the same thing with Hashem. That uh, calling Hashem Chacham or calling Hashem Kind that itself reveals this new quality. Uh, and uh, the same thing with. Uh, any uh, sphere and any existence, they're all names of Hashem, that within Hashem there's just simplicity. And then when you call it out, then it creates these different names. Uh, and although uh, we talk, we talk, we say that they're gnoza, is that they're uh, hidden, it's not that uh, uh, that they're already there for themselves, like with a person. We just mean that through calling it out, then it, it it's created. And uh, so, Ark Adam Kadmon is uh, in itself. It's uh, beyond any uh, uh, distinctions and any uh, specifics. But at the end of Ak, Malchus of Ak is where uh, uh, calling Hashem different names begins, and that creates uh, creates uh, different qualities. And that is all Hashem's name, not Hashem's essence. And uh, that is Shem Ban within Ak. Ban is always what descends down, uh, what is sort of involved in the lower, involved in the separate. Uh, and that's where the Shvatim come from. But Hadar, which is the eighth uh, king, and he's the one who doesn't die, so that represents uh, Yesod, uh, which is uh, beyond uh, this, uh, the names, and, and is just pure godliness. And therefore, it, it, it doesn't shatter because it's not extending outward of, of, of pure one Hashem and therefore doesn't shatter. Um, and uh, uh, therefore, uh, Yisod, which is the Sodavak, which is uh, Shema, is what refines Ban and brings it back to its source in pure godliness. Gimel.
So now we can go back to explain the Pasuk, that Yaakov tells Yosef, I've given you an extra portion, Allah be on your brothers. Um, because the Shvatim, now their, uh, their refinement is through Malmim Alumim, like it says in Yosef's stream, that they're collecting bundles. And uh, that's Shem Ban, which is collecting uh, sparks of godliness within the worlds of Biyah to transform the uh, uh, bad into good. Uh, although, although in Biyah, it's still, it's, uh, it's like a Shechem, it's like the uh, shoulder, which is on the external. Whereas Yosef is not working with the bad and externals. He, uh, as they are in Bia, he's working within, only within pure holiness. And over there, you know, the externals are also higher. So, and uh, therefore, Yosef uh, is about making sure that the Hashpa, the uh, uh, giving over of energy, is an in, 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 uh, in an internal way. And therefore, that block, and through that, blocks out Parai. And that's the idea of Yosef being given Shechem Echad, one extra portion, which represents transforming the Shechem, the shoulder, which is the external of the, the neck, into Echad, into oneness. Now, what's the idea of, ex- of Achirayim, of external, within uh, Yosef's level? Yosef is, uh, is from Atzillus and uh, even uh, beyond in uh, what's called Arech. So uh, how do you have external there? The explanation is uh, that because it is such a high spiritual light, that itself is the cause of externality. What do we mean? Like, well, let's say when someone's asleep, that then if he has a bug on him, it doesn't disturb him. Uh, or like if, if, when a person is bothered by something. Uh, so then uh, anything that's dis- disturbing, anything that's uh, opposing to him, he doesn't even notice. If, or if someone's deep in thought, so he doesn't notice that someone else is speaking and saying the opposite of him. So, but then... Uh, when uh, when uh, his uh, desire, when a person's desire descends into his intellect, even though it's a big symptom, his desire now has to uh, explain itself in will in, and rationalize itself, uh, and it's not just his pure desire. But on the other hand, there is still one advantage that now he notices opposition. Because since it's gone through a symptom, since his desire has gone through a contraction in order to be sort of explained in uh, logical words, so now it's it's also limited and it can't take anything that's disturbing it. And that's like when he wakes up from his sleep and he notices the bug on him. So this is the idea of the external of Arich, that uh, because it's uh, Arich represent, is, uh, represents Rotzen, Hashem's desire, and you know Shem's desire because it's so high, it can it doesn't it doesn't it's not bothered by uh, an opposition. Uh, so uh, where and therefore there can be external. Um, and like like we see that when a um, when a person wants something, so then is totally involved in that and is totally drawn towards it. But what he doesn't want, so that he's not involved in an internal way, it's just in an external way. 
and is like throwing uh, uh, behind his shoulder. That's how he gives that's something that he's not interested in. So that's Olach Hirayim, the back. Um, but uh, b- because uh, Rotson, because desire is beyond seichel, beyond intellect, so therefore it can spread out uh, uh, forever, and therefore the opposition can also receive energy from it uh, until it is uh, contracted and limited into seichel and intellect. And that's why at the level of Ariyah, which is uh, Hashem's un- uh, unlimited light, uh, Hashem's unlimited desire beyond the world, even beyond Atsilos, so Hashem is marich af, Hashem has uh, patience, and uh, even for the wicked, because since uh, at this level Hashem's light is uh, is unlimited and uh, eternal, so then it, it can energize everything, just that it will energize what's not the main object of Hashem's desire in, a, in an external way, like throwing over the shoulder. Whereas once rotten comes down into Chachmah, once it's defined, so then it only goes to where it's meant to go. And that's how Pari can receive from Achirayim, from the back of Arech. And especially when Arech is not interested in, in, in uh, what is below, when it's beyond uh, being Nimshach, uh, being given over to lower levels, so then it's like being asleep where the, the uh, where uh, where or when a person is very involved in something and he doesn't notice anything uh, opposed to what he's what is involved in it's like when a person's saying his point and someone else is trying to say wait a sec what about this what about that and he doesn't even notice he just continues with his point because he's so involved in it and therefore, Yosef was, was sentenced down to Mitzrayim in order to fix up and block Pari from receiving this hashbar, this uh, uh, um, uh, giving over of uh, energy. So Yosef is Yisoid, uh, which, uh, which uh, is uh, there within Balarotz and within the master of the desire uh, and where and in the desire, then Mitzrayim and Pari can receive. Uh, and uh, like we say that in the palace, the spider can be going around in the palace and no one even notices it. That's the idea of Avadim that we say in Nagata, that we were slaves to Pari, uh, which is... Uh, we're slaves to Pare when uh, spiritually, when uh, at a level of, uh, level of light which is totally beyond worlds, and where even opposition can stand without a problem because it's not even noticed. But once this uh, godly light goes through its symptom, and then uh, the opposition is noticed, uh, so then that's the idea of Yetzirah Mitzrayim, of the exodus, that we become free of, uh, of uh, Parai, and uh, then the Hashbah is refined uh, not to allow um, Mitzrayim, not to allow this uh, uh, negative uh, 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 diverting of, of the godly energy away from uh, Kedusha, and then Vayanatslu, Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim is emptied out uh, because now there's no more uh, hashbar going, uh, 
being given over to uh, externals where it doesn't belong, everything goes in an internal way, and that's through Torah mitzvahs, which uh, reveal Hashem's desire. But without Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, we wouldn't reach to Matan Torah, to the giving of Torah, uh, because uh, at essence, uh, so then Hashem's light uh, can't even be uh, contracted into the specific commands of Torah. And it's like when a person's asleep and and uh, and he's above any discernment and any details. And the mind is just uh, within the Yechida, within his, uh, the essence of his uh, soul. Uh, so therefore, uh, and, and then Pari is able to take, uh, divert energy. But once we've uh, been liberated from that, and now uh, the Hashem's light is involved in the details, so then Pari can't receive energy, and then we're able to uh, receive the Torah and Mitzvahs, which is the internal way and the, cor- the correct way how Hashem's energy go- is given to and attention given to where it is deserving and where, it, where the Hashem's desire is, uh, is uh, felt upon.